This week on 10 Minute Food Truck Training, I am talking again with Ken Bohm. He is the owner of the Hippie Gourmet Grilled Cheese Food Company. And we're going to be talking about cost of goods and how it relates to his product. And hopefully you guys can learn a little bit about how you can do your own cost of goods so you can understand how to price your menu. Welcome to the 10 Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So the last time that we talked, you had a great idea for our next conversation. I think we were going to talk about costs. Yes, 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 like yes. Food costs, cogs, stuff like that, which is good timing because I just emailed my cheese purveyor guy and wanted to get uh, updated prices to figure out whether or not I need to raise prices because I would like to somewhere in this conversation, we got an offer for a um, minor league baseball team for a residency. I was just going to kind of run the scenario by you and ask you what you think. But, you know, if you want to drizzle that into this conversation or, you know, however you want to look at it, I was going to ask you your opinion about it. But I do have my prices here that I've kind of okay. scratched down. So we can uh, go over examples, whatever you want to do. Exactly. You are the, uh, you're the ringleader. Well, let's just go ahead and keep running with what we're talking about. You said you talked to your cheese purveyor. So is that yes. like a company that only deals in cheese or they just happen to sell cheese and other products as well? He gets me a couple other things. He gets me my cheddars, my pepper jack, my Swiss, my Munster. He gets my five gallon pickle buckets. Uh, he gets my butter. What else does he get for me? Sun-dried tomatoes, jalapenos, and onions. And that's everything that he gets for me. So he's a local guy, uh, one town away. CNW Provisions is the name of the place. Okay. Uh, and he is a cheesemonger. I, I didn't, you know, want to go to cheapen or, or make it sound, you know, less quality, but I didn't want to run to like the Walmart to get my cheese. I want, you know, the higher and stuff so he procures me stuff uh from wisconsin fresh in fact my munster i get i have to slice it myself it's one of the few cheeses i have to slice myself sometimes it's so fresh we take it out of the block it comes in like a five pound block and it's still uh how do i describe it it's still wet wet yeah. from being pressed mm-hmm you can pull it apart. You can see the cheese curds in it. I mean, that's how fresh it is. But that's, yeah, he, that's pretty much what he gets me is those things. And then um, the other stuff, you know, clamshells, oil, things like that I get from Webstrunt and have them delivered. And then my uh, bacon and my ham that I use, my proteins, I get those from a local butcher shop. So you're kind of a mix of local people and then internet people, I guess. 
anything you're not going to eat, I get off the internet. I think for a lot of food trucks, that's going to be something that holds true. They try to as much as possible buy locally because you're, you're a small business. You want to support small business. And then they kind of balance, you know, what can I get that's also going to be cost effective? So you got to have a mix yeah. of, you know, local and, and national. Or My case is a pop I get from Costco. And you're Pops using a pop. name brand? Yeah, I sell uh, Coke, Diet Coke, water, and Sprite. Try to Which keep is, it simple. And, and that's the basics. That's what I started out with. Actually, the first restaurant chain that I worked for, that's all they, they didn't even sell water back then because bottled water was you know still 20 years away. We had yeah. Coke, Diet Coke and Sprite, and that was it. So we had three heads on a soda fountain. And the first thing that they added, and we didn't actually have Diet Coke back then. This kind of ages me a little bit. We had Tab. I was just going to say, did you have Tab? We had to Pepsi free. No, we did Coca-Cola. And the first product that we added is when Coke introduced Mr. Pip. We went to four heads on a soda fountain at that point. I've not had one of those in a very long time. I remember the, the presentation that they gave us. Because when you start a new product, they send reps down to explain, you know, this is what you need to do. And this is, you know, and somebody always asks, well, what does it taste like? How should we describe the taste to somebody? And uh, he said, well, kind of tastes like cough syrup, you know, cherry cough syrup. And that's really true. <laughs> It's what it tastes like. Tastes like Dr. Pepper's cousin. Pretty much, yeah. Mr. Pibb. Mr. Pibb, yeah. One of the things that people need to focus in on a food truck is you got to sell quality because that's what sets you apart and also it's what allows you to command a higher price. I'll give you an example and then we'll start to talk about your food. There's a local food truck here that we went to check out. Guys, super friendly. As outgoing as you could possibly want someone to be. Talking to us the whole time, he's you know making our food and everything. And he goes, makes the food, gets it out really quickly. We sit down to eat it, and we take it apart like we do to make sure that, you know, it's assembled right and all that. We take pictures and everything. And he's using lunch meat that I recognize as coming out of the deli at Walmart. Low end. Ouch. Yeah, the low-end meat at that. So you, you don't want to put a product on your food truck that's not going to impress people, and certainly not a product they can 100% duplicate themselves, because the bread was unremarkable, all the veggies and sauces were unremarkable, and then the meat, again, I could go buy that at the deli at Walmart. So let's talk about what the cheesemonger does for you. So basically, and, and I just got done texting him, uh, his name's Rob. Every Monday, you know, he'll text me in the morning, because he always beats me to the punch. <laughs> you know, hey, you need anything for this week? Uh, so what I did originally is I was looking for, you know, and, and like you said, I didn't want to go to Walmart, not, you know, and I'm not dissing any Walmart food, but right. not what I want on my truck. Um, Again, not what I, like you said, not what I want to pay, you know, charge a premium for. So I'm thinking, where do I go around the area that I live? I can, I can find something high end that's not gonna break the bank, basically. And so basically what I did, and we live, you know, the area that we live, I, I don't want to say it's like, without sounding insulting, it's a it's a higher income area. We're in the western suburbs of Chicago. It's uh, it's just a higher, a higher end place to live. You know, we have a ton of specialty shops, a ton of boutique shops. Um, so what I did was I just Googled uh, Cheesemonger. <laughs> cheesemonger near me on google and a lot of them came up you know walmart came up and gfs and um you know a lot of the big food service places and i i tried to poke at a couple of them to see you know maybe if i could get wholesale prices on stuff but i found out that you know you really kind of have to be a restaurant to get those types of prices you know you got to be ordering 50 pounds of one right. kind of cheese a week for it and i understood it then because i didn't know anything uh you know to make it worth them to deliver to you so i found a guy local 
He's got a little tiny shop in Geneva, Illinois, and it's it's literally kind of just a storefront. Um, people go in there, but typically what he'll do is he goes to all like the French market and the, the country markets, and, and he sells his wares. He, CNW stands for curds and whey, CNW provision. And he sells, again, high-end cheeses, uh, stuff that, you know, for a little ounce of, I don't know, and, and it's, some of it's so fancy, it's beyond me. You know, cheese with like blueberries or, or something in it that's like, you know, $8 an ounce, like really expensive stuff. And I just basically knocked on his door one day. I just, how you doing? I showed him a picture of my truck. I said, this is what I'm going to be doing. I need a cheese guy. Do you want to be my cheese guy? And at first he didn't want to do it. The reason he didn't want to do it was because I told him of the amount that I would be needing per week. Now, after the last conversation we had, uh, we had talked about the first time out on the truck. I ordered too much, blah, 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 blah. So I told him, you know, this is, we get going. I'm going to need a lot. Can you handle it? He said, I don't know if I'm going to be your guy. He called me back and uh, he said that he had talked to his son about me. And I guess the son convinced him, said, dad, why would you turn this guy away? You know, this is great for you. Obviously I pay him, you know, to be my middleman. He's going to take a little off the top and that's fine. We all do. Everybody's going to make a living. And his son convinced him, called me back and he said, Hey Ken, I think we can do this. Let's give it a whirl. And together we kind of held hands and I made my first order and I don't know the company he gets it from, but he gets from literally from different farms in Wisconsin, different cheeses for me. So my yellow cheddar, oh God, I should have went out and grabbed some packages of it out in the fridge, but they come from different farms and they're, and like I said uh, earlier, like my Munster, for example, sometimes is too fresh. It's hard to melt because the, the curds haven't stuck together yet. And it's good stuff. You know, is it a little more expensive? Uh, my yellow cheddar per pack uh, is roughly per pound is about seven bucks. Uh, white cheddar, pepper jack, Swiss. I'm looking at my notes here, they range between six fifty and eight fifty a pound. Out of those per pound, I get between 34 and 54 slices, depending on which cheese you're talking about. Per pound? Per pound. So those are pretty thin slices, man. No, wait, is it pound and a half? Oh, you have to forgive me. <laughs> okay. It might be pound. It might be 1.5. So, yeah, some of them come in twos. I think it's 1.5 per 1.5 pounds per pack. Okay. Forgive me. I'm fighting the cold. My head's a little swimmy today. It's okay. Yeah, I have the slices per pack. So 30 slices per pack, uh, yellow cheddar at seven bucks, 54 slices per pack, 850 for white cheddar, 30 slices per pack, eight bucks for pepper jack, 34 slices, 650 per Swiss. You said there's one of them that you slice yourself. Is that the only one you slice? Munster. Yeah. Munster. It's the only one he can't find pre-sliced. So how many slices are you putting on a sandwich? Uh, we'll do three. So that builds up the layers. Yeah. So we'll do a slice, and then whatever ingredient we're going to use, say if it's the Johnny Appleseed, we'll do a slice. We lay down our thin apples, our bacon, and then two more slices, and then boom, it goes on the griddle. The The fillings are kind of layered in between the cheeses instead of sitting on top. And the farms that he's purchasing from, those are cheese farms in Wisconsin? Dairy farms, yeah. Dairy farms. And so they're producing more than cheese. They're doing all the different byproducts. Yeah. Yeah. And my butter comes from him too. I use grassland butter. Okay. Is that salted or unsalted? That would be unsalted. Unsalted. Yes. We're doing about six bucks a pound on butter. Butter is, my God, butters. I never knew how expensive butter was until I started doing this. Yeah. And it's actually gotten up there quite a bit over the last two years. All those butters have. Now, tomorrow we'll pick up right where we just left off on figuring out those cost of goods. 
Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.